welcome to the first episode of my podcast, Silvercast. This is Sterling, and uh, I'm just going to talk about uh, some movies I've seen as of right now. So I've been getting, um, I've been on this app called Letterboxd, where you basically can just write reviews of any kind of movie you want, any kind of like movie that you've seen. And uh, so yeah, I've been kind of watching a lot of movies as of now. And, you know, there's a couple of uh, really good ones I want to talk about right now. So uh, just yesterday, uh, I watched uh, Jurassic Park for, I believe, like the first time, I want to say. It's like the first time I've actually seen the entire movie, like beginning to end, and not just like random bits and pieces. And I got to say, it's definitely really good. And best part is, I bought like the 3D version, like the one that was in theaters where it's like they would just convert the entire movie to 3D. It's probably the best way to watch it, in my honest opinion. I mean, like, I mean, just like someone had to just put blood, sweat, and tears and it just like converting that entire movie to 3D and making all of the, well, like making the depth of field like absolutely perfect. Just had to get like the depth of field just as perfect as can be. Just so, like, everything has depth. Everything feels like it's at a certain distance away or a certain distance in front of you. It really, like, makes it better. And, yeah, so, like, about the movie itself. Great movie. Like, those dinosaur effects still hold up today. And it's insane because that was, like, 93. That is almost 30 years from now. That is insane. And they still hold up. Not only that, like they still have animatronics and like all these other types of effects, like little puppets and all that. And those, those also still hold up surprisingly well. Like, I mean, I shouldn't even be like surprised because, you know, Stan Winston made those dinosaurs and all that. He did all the effects for the animatronics and he also did the effects for the T-1000 in the Terminator and also like the, the T-800 with like all the battle damage. So, you know, I don't know why I'm surprised because it's like, you know, Stan Winston has done a lot of great stuff in the film industry like back in the day. And like, you know, he also did... uh that movie small soldiers now like i that movie is a little traumatizing to me not gonna lie like the first time i watched i was like 12 or something i'm like oh what's this thing that that looks fun it wasn't fun so (laughs) yeah but still like the effects on that like all the animatronics for the toys and all that they're still really good like there's a great way of like blending CG with practical. I think like 
a lot of studios aren't really using it like that. So it's like everything kind of looks a little fakey. You know, like, I don't know, like the first Iron Man had that issue. Like, well, first Iron Man had that. Like, they had a practical suit for the most part and would, like, patch it up a little bit with CG. And it's probably still the best-looking Iron Man suit in the entire series, like, in the entire MCU, because it has that bit of realism. Like, it looks tangible. Like, you can just reach out and touch it. The other ones are just, like, they just look too clean. It's like the nanotech just, it doesn't look like metal. It just looks like just a, a dude. And not that, like, not that it's terrible. Like, I still really like Iron Man and a lot of them. But it's like the CG hasn't really, a, hasn't really, like, gotten better. Like, it just looks more like a fancy cartoon. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. So, yeah. Um, Jurassic Park, really good. Like, there's a lot of really tense moments. Like that one where it's like, uh, uh, what's, what's Laura Dern's character name? Like, she goes in trying to, like, turn power back on. Because it's like whoever, the, the guy they sent back in there is saying anything so it's like oh man we're gonna have to send you in there to fix it and she does and it's like while that's happening uh uh dr grant and like those other two kids are trying to climb this electric fence so it's like there's only a matter of time before it shocks them and then it's like you know she doesn't know so it's like she's just flipping these switches and it's like you know she's putting those kids in danger it's like ah but then after that, you know, she gets the power on, you know, kid gets electrocuted. He's alive, though. Thank goodness. But, you know, there's a velociraptor in there. Just like, because that velociraptor ate the other guy that was in there. It's like, you know, she's like, oh, power's back on. And the velociraptor shows up like, yeah. And she's running and she's screaming, trying to get out of there. It's like she backs up into an arm. It's like, oh, thank gosh, you're still alive. And then it's just, like, kind of on her shoulder. It's just, like, you see, like, the hand, like, the the way it's shot. It's, like, you don't see the person behind it. And it's, like, she moves. And then the arm just disconnects. And then she's, like, kind of walking around with this arm still attached to her back. It's just, like, ah! So, yeah, that dude's dead. And then that whole scene in the kitchen with the two kids hiding, that's also, like, that's also really good. I just really, really like that movie. Not gonna lie. Also, Jeff Goldblum's in it, so, you know, that's an instant five stars. So, you know, Jurassic Park is definitely still great. Still classic, even to this day. It still holds up, and, you know, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum alone is worth like the price of admission. Worth Jeff Goldblum was worth the ten dollars I spent for the three D conversion. Now, um, it's gonna. I think. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? You know. Now, you know what? 
now that we're we're on the subject of Jeff Goldblum, another pretty great movie I watched uh, a while back, uh, The Fly, the uh, the Cronenberg remake, and that, mm, oh man, that that'll really tug at the heartstrings. Not gonna lie, like the entire movie is just this man slowly deteriorating from like a man to just this weird fly thing. And it's like, you're slowly watching him regress. It's just like the first time, like, so basically all of this happens because it's like, he's made this teleportation technology and it's a success. So he tries to do like human trials on himself, but what he doesn't know is there's a fly in the teleporter with him. And what it did is it spliced their DNA. So then like the fly basically was absorbed by him. And it's like, it's slow. It's DNA is slowly taking him over. So it's like, he's slowly becoming a fly at first. You know, he doesn't notice. He, he thinks that like, it's just like the side effects of the teleportation that he's able to have like super strength. He's super limber. He's just really like upbeat. There's like his confidence, even like sex drive is just out of this world. But like over time, like after that, he just like starts losing mobility in his legs. It's like, he's got to walk on a cane and it's like, he's just, his entire body just start like body parts start falling off, like teeth, ears, tongue, like fingernails too. It's like really disgusting, but it's also just super depressing because it's like this guy is just he just wants to you know, make a teleportation device, and you know now he's becoming a fly and losing all these appendages and. Also, the effects on there. I think those are also from... Wait, no. I think it was like Chris Wallace. I don't know. Or Stan Winston. Stan Winston did like part of it, I think. Another another little callback to, you know, another little bit of connection to Jurassic Park and Terminator. You know, the, the man had... The man has talent. That's all I'll say, you know. And uh, so... Yeah, basically, like, it ends with him becoming a full-on fly. Like, his entire body just splits open. Like, all, like, the skin just starts, like, peeling off, just, like, slipping off. It's just super disgusting. And just his eyeballs, like, his, his eyes just melt out of the sockets. It's like his jaw comes off. Because it's like uh, the girl he's with, who's who is like a reporter, um, she's kind of like watching this whole thing go down, and it's like you know, she's sort of like seeing him go through all this suffering through like this transformation, and it's like she tries to like he's trying to put her in the pod with him, so that he can become more like human which will probably end up killing her. But, like, you know, he just wants to be back to the way he was. 
and you know she's trying to stop him like she's trying to like grab his face or something but then all of a sudden like his jaw just pops off just like this weird really gross crunching noise she screams and it's like you know all of a sudden like just everything just starts falling apart it's like it's ugh is nasty it's not even like melting it's like peeling off and just just coming off in chunks it's just really disgusting like if you're if you're not into like body horror anything like that like you probably shouldn't watch the fly or just you know don't watch on a uh like don't eat while you're watching i'd say because it's pretty gross (laughs) I feel like if you did, you'd just throw up. Not gonna lie, there's some pretty gross stuff in there. It's like, uh, I've I've heard a lot of people, like, compare it to, like, disease or, like, aging. It's like, you know, there's that inevitable moment where it's like you just become inflicted and it's like you slowly get worse over time and you just have to suffer through it while everyone else is just watching as you just slowly deteriorate i think that's i don't know if that's exactly what cronenberg had in mind but i i think that might actually be what it is i still think it's like a really good movie the ending is also super sad it's like he ends up failing with the teleportation it's like she escapes and then he ends up actually fusing with the teleporter so now he is like a fly human metal hybrid it's like he doesn't even have the use of his legs anymore because it's just like those little like metal parts are just fused into him so he's just crawling out of the teleporter all like defeated it's like there's a shotgun, you know. He wants, he wants her to just. He like slowly puts it to his head. He just wants her to end his suffering, and it's just she doesn't want to do it because it's like he's just so defeated. Like he he doesn't even want to be human anymore. He just wants to just die. He just wants it to end. It's just depressing, and then she, he actually just she ends up doing it. And then she's just an emotional wreck afterwards. It's like, it literally just ends with her, like, right after he dies, and she's just sobbing. It's like, just such a gut punch. Like, mm. Also, uh, the music is also great. Uh, I'll say, like, it's a lot like, kind of like a like a month like a little bit of some like horror vibes but it's also very tragic it's like a like it's kind of like a horror drama i wouldn't even say it's a horror movie like it doesn't really feel like horror i mean of course it is like it is labeled a body horror but i don't see it as that it's more like a drama like a sci-fi drama in my own opinion it's just like it just really bums you out 
it's like one of those kinds of movies. Honestly, I like movies with like a real bummer ending. That's probably why Avengers Infinity War is like my favorite MCU movie. Because it's just like half of them just die. It's just like super crazy. And then like the ending with Thanos just like sitting at that little farm. Just all like satisfied in what he did. It's like, mm. so it's like, you know, more of that, please. And uh, what other movies I could talk about? There is some other, you know, I guess I could talk about some other movies I've seen from that era, I guess. Because um, I have this one I watched, uh, uh, RoboCop, the the OG RoboCop. Honestly, that one's is it's a little cheesy, you know, a little, a little campy, but it's just it's just fun, you know. It's also like very brutal <laughs> compared to everything else I've watched. Like there is there's a moment where a guy crashes into toxic waste. He comes out all like melt, like his body is just like contorted, it's just like melting. You see like fingers bent back and all that. It's like, well, ugh. And it's like his jaw is hanging open, like to the side. It's super disgusting looking. And it's like he literally just gets liquefied by a car just zooming down the street. Is so gross. <laughs> Ugh. But like, the, there's like a scene at the end where it's like he shoots a guy, like Robocop shoots a guy through a window. It's like he falls out of the window, but it's like you see like his arms flailing, but it's like they're two sizes longer than like normal human arms. So he's like this weird, wacky, waving tube man falling out of a 10-story building or however I, I don't know what their story is called but like uh, it's pretty pretty tall building but it's like it's just really cheesy looking but like you know it's it's got that charm you know that old like 80s special effect charm so that's that's another good one um what else could I talk? I might as well talk about Robocop 2, you know. Honestly, I actually like that one. Contrary to popular belief, you know, a lot of people say that the sequel is just like not good. But honestly, I, I like it. I mean, it's definitely not as good as the first one. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not gonna say like, oh, the second one's better. It's it's not. I, I don't know anyone who would try to like convince you that it is and if they do just run just kidding you know just maybe hear them out but you know it's like they kind of have like an interesting little idea where it's like he's still got that attachment to his family so it's like you know he has to but it's like he has to be robocop so it's like he, he can't just walk up to him it's like hey i'm alive well, like, they know he's alive, but, like, the procedure that made him Robocop. 
like prohibits him from basically visiting them because you know he can't be Alex Murphy anymore. But you know, it's like it adds to some good like emotional like conflict. There's also a little bit of that because there's like a there's like a kid henchman who reminds him of his son at one point. So it's like, oh, oh no, that's my boy. No, my boy. And then, you know, he hesitates on, like, stopping him. And there's, like, another little thing where it's, like, you know, they try to make him all, like, child-friendly. I feel like that's just, like, a dig at the culture of, like, wanting to sanitize violence and all that media. Because it's, like, oh, video games violence. Because I, th- I think this is... Wait, no, that's actually later. But, like, there's, like, this whole idea that, like, you know, violent media makes people violent. It's like they want to sanitize RoboCop as much as possible. Kind of like, you know, how parents would be, like, super upset at, like, a movie would be, like, hey, like, just, like, way too bloody. It's, like, it's rated R for a reason. What? (laughs) Did you not read the rating? But, like, anyway, so, like, they try to make them all child-friendly, but the thing is, he sucks. Like, he can't even stop a single, like, person. Like, there's a bunch of kids that are robbing these uh, stores. And <laughs> he's just trying to be like, trying to just give them a lecture. But it's like these kids aren't having it. They just beat them up and just leave with all the stolen goods. It's like, it's just so stupid. And then, like, they're like, how do we how do we get him out of this? It's like, well, uh, we could either fry his circuits or you know just get him a lobotomy. So then, like the moment he hears that there's an option out of it, he gets up from like his little like restraints, walks over to the nearest power station, and just fries his circuits, like just completely unprompted. He doesn't say anything. He just gets up, goes out, just. Completely gets rid of it. He, even he like basically risks death just to be out of it. Like it doesn't even. There's no real reason why it happens in the movie. It just does. It's just so stupid. And then like also while he's doing that, there's like this whole drug ring going around. There's like this drug called Nuke, and there's this guy pushing it. He kind of reminds me of Jared Leto, weirdly enough. And he's, like, the main villain. He and, like, the entire movie is just them trying to recreate RoboCop like they did the first time and failing spectacularly. Kind of like a kind of like a cheeky little reference to the movie itself, you know, because it's like they can't replicate the success of the first RoboCop and you know, but you know, they keep failing. But they see this guy, and his name is Kane. It's like they're like, oh, this guy'd be perfect. But the thing is, he's like a a cult leader drug maniac. So <laughs> kind of a bad idea. And he, all of a sudden, like the moment he gets put into a body, he just starts killing people, just left and right. It's like, 
the way they do it, it's like they basically do like a brain in a jar kind of thing. And they put him, put him in this little like robo, like chassis. It's just like his brain pilots the entire thing. He's got this weird like screen with like a weird like CG face. It's like very dated 90s. It, it kind of looks like this, like Nintendo 64 graphics. Or actually, yeah, like Nintendo 64 graphics. It's just super weird. It's like, I don't, I don't know. It's like some some CG is really good, but like other times you get CG that's just super like weird and kind of like creepy because of how like polygonal it is. And it's like some, what do they call it? Uncanny Valley? Where it's like your body, like your mind recognizes that it's a f- there's like a human face, but it's like there's also like other signs that are like triggering it. It's like what what is this? Why is this so weird? It's scary. I don't like it. Ah. So that's why like a lot of people don't like those weird CG movies from like Robert Zemeckis, and it's because it's like they have that. They almost look human, but there's that part of you that tips it off that it's not, and it just looks weird. But, like, that's it's kind of like what I get with Robocane, as they call him. It's like... The entire... It's like... I don't know what else to talk about. I only have, like, four minutes left of this. I'm gonna keep it brief, you know. If you want some movies, you if you want me to talk about other movies that I may or may not have seen, uh, just uh, feel free to mention it in the next podcast. Feel free to mention it in comments. I'm not sure how that works, but like I think Anchor has some kind of like message system. So you know, if you want to do that, you know, feel free and. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to end it here. So, you know, if you want me to talk about more movies, I'm open to suggestions or any TV shows that you guys like or, like, any other shows that might be trending that, like, I could probably look up, you take a look at and just give my thoughts about, you know, I, I would be willing to do that. You know, that Obi-Wan finale came out today, so I still got to talk about that sometime soon. So, yeah. Uh, that's it for today's episode, and, uh, yeah, I will talk to you later.